Welcome to the podcast Game Changers with Jeff Newkirk, formerly known as Understandable Solutions. I'm your host, Jeff Newkirk. Hey, have you ever been in a situation where you've been wronged by somebody, somebody has hurt you, maybe they've even abused you, and now you're in a position where you need to forgive and you find it hard to forgive? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today in this episode of the Game Changers podcast. We're going to talk about forgiveness. What is forgiveness? How do we forgive? And why should we forgive? If you ask my wife, Diane, about my ability to forgive, she's going to say I, I'm pretty crappy at it and I'm not, I'm, I need to work on it. She's right. And I am working on it. Part of the reason I'm doing this podcast episode on forgiveness is to put it out there and say, hey, I'm this is something I'm not good at and I could use some support along the way and I'm gonna I'm gonna get better. Remember I said the words hope and try or those those are lazy words. So I'm not gonna hope I get better. I'm not gonna try and get better. I'm gonna get better at forgiveness. That's it. Bottom line. So come along with me on this journey to be a better forgiveness. So forgiveness, what is forgiveness? According to Shana Olmsted, who's a psychotherapist, forgiveness is letting go of the hope that the past could have been different. Letting go of the hope, there's that word hope, lazy word, that the past could have been different. Now, for me, forgiveness and the inability to forgive stems back to when I was 13. I know exactly when it happened. And I can't go back and change that. I can't go back to when I was 13 and change the experiences that I had. See, when I was 13, I played baseball. I was on a baseball team and I had two really good friends. Uh, their names were Eric and Dale, and they were not on the same baseball team that I was on. And I asked if they could come and watch a, one of the games I was playing in. And Eric's mom had to drive them. Well, on the way to the game, they were all killed in a car accident. So you can imagine for a 13-year-old kid that was devastating, to say the least. It changed our neighborhood. It changed our community. It certainly changed me. I was angry, and I was sad, and I was distraught. And a few months later, one of our neighbors reached out to my parents and said, hey, I'd really like to help Jeff. I know he's going through a bad time. And... You know, let me spend some time with him. And I, I didn't like this guy. He was a tugboat captain in South Chicago. I, I thought he was intimidating. He was gruff. But my parents thought highly of him, yeah, unfortunately. And so they convinced me, actually my mom convinced me to spend some time with this guy. So, so I, I went out with him one night. And did he help me? <laughs> no. Act opposite. He hurt me. He abused me. And it messed me up even more. 
And I found out that my one of my friends who had been killed had been abused by him for years. Now this guy ended up going to jail. He killed himself in jail, which I thought good. I'm glad the son of a bitch died. And I never forgave him. I was, I've never been able to forgive this guy. I mean, he was a SOB from one end to the other. And anybody that associated with him, I hated him. And in fact, there was another neighbor down the street, and they were friends, and, you know, hated that son of a bitch too. So, I mean, you can tell there's a lot of anger here. And my inability for, to forgive has held me back, for sure. Forgiveness is so important to a healthy and happy life. Almost every religion speaks to the importance of forgiveness. I'm a Christian. I do the best I can. I fall short, of course, often, uh, obviously, with forgiveness. But in the Christian faith, we learn that forgiveness is important. It's, it's key. It's paramount to being that good Christian. It's what Jesus taught. In the Jewish teaching, if I understand it correctly, and, and this comes from Yerachimiel Gorlick, who's a lecturer at Colorado State University. Gosh, I hope I didn't pronounce his name too horribly. But he says that Jewish teaching about forgiveness is not forgetting what happened necessarily, you know, understanding that what the... Uh, person who injured you or hurt you, what they did is something that they have to deal with. And you, as the person who's going to forgive, understands it, accepts it, and it's a way of saying, hey, you've hurt me, you've injured me, you've wronged me, you are going to suffer the consequences, but despite all of that, I accept you, and I can still have a relationship with you. So in the Jewish teaching, it's like, okay, you did some bad stuff. I get it. But even through all that, I'm going to accept you for who you are. And I can still have a relationship with you because I'm going to forgive you. In Islam, forgiveness is a prerequisite for genuine peace. Now, let me say that again, because this is so important in order to get to forgiveness. In Islam, forgiveness is a prerequisite for genuine peace. Now, I've only cited three different religions here, but I would go on. You could go on and on. Forgiveness is the pathway to being really a better person, to being fully whole, healthy happy. So we know what forgiveness is. It's letting go of that past. It's understanding what happened in the past and moving forward. And that's this that's the first thing in how how we forgive is the letting go. The way you forgive is to let go of what happened. So for me, I have to let go of what happened to my friends? My neighbor, I was going to say horrible neighbor. He was a horrible neighbor, but neighbor.
I've got to let go of that. I've got to let go of that. So if anybody has hurt you, somebody's wronged you in some way, somebody has hurt your family member, a member of your family, somebody that you care deeply about, let it go. Let it go. And how do we do that? It starts with love. Now, that's not coming from me. That's coming from Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. And she says, we need lots of love to forgive. And we need lots of humility to forget. Because it is not complete forgiveness unless we also forget. When I first read that, I was like, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> All right, forgiveness is one thing, but forgetting? Come on, man. Who might argue with Mother Teresa, right? If we want complete forgiveness, we have to also forget. And that does take an enormous amount of humility. And humility is one of my core values. So I got to live it. I got to live it. And again, it starts with love. How do we forget? It starts with love. Then we let go of what happened. We can't live in the past. We learn from the past. We live in the present and plan for the future. Okay, let go of the past, learn from it, live in the present, plan for the future. And then we move on. Once you let it go, you let it go. It is out of your head. It is completely uh, void of any thought you, you may have. It is gone. It's it, You've let it go. Don't ever go back there. So for me, it's like, all right, I'm going to let it go. You know, the neighbor, that's a bad guy. Um, but that means I have to really not think about it ever. And I have to just put it behind me and never go back there in my head. Because if I do, I have not let it go. I have not moved on. So when you let it go, you let it go. You are absolutely putting it aside, never to go back and think about it, ever. Because if you do, you have not moved on. And that's the next step. You cannot change, again, the past. You can't change what happened. You cannot control it. But you can let it go and move on from it and make a better future. And then it ends with love. So the common theme there for Mother Teresa is love. Love your neighbor. Love who wronged you. Love your enemies. Love everyone. And through that love, you can find forgiveness. And you can find the, the humility to forget. And the, there are incredible stories of forgiveness. There's one that I came across where this woman, she, she was a survivor of abuse from her mother, from her mother. Her name is Pascal Cavanaugh. And she never wanted to reconnect with her mother. Her mother abused her. But her mother suffered several strokes and was unable to communicate. And she was unable to take care of herself. And so what did... Pascali do? 
Well, there was no one else to help. So she began to take care of her mother, her abuser, the person who abused her for years. And through this, she was able to forgive and she was able to show love. Whew, man, I mean, your own mother and you're able to forgive that, that's unbelievable. Another story I came across, a young man by the name of Jordan Howe took his step stepfather's gun to school and accidentally shot another another child and just by showing the firearm the gun to a friend and the parent of of the kid that was shot forgave the the kid who with the gun who brought the gun to school he forgave him i mean their child is, will never it, their life changed it's over but they were able to forgive this kid who accidentally shot their child. And not only did they forgive, they asked the judge for to give this kid a, a lighter sentence so that he could get on with his life. Incredible story of forgiveness. And there, there are lots of them out there. But if they can do it, we can do it. We can do it. And it starts with love. So why should we forgive? We know what forgiveness is. We know how to forgive. Why should we do it? Well, psychiatrist Abigail Brenner, she has five reasons. And I think they're really good. In fact, I'm going to add another one at the end. But the first reason she gives is you've, you've got to forgive yourself. And this hit me hard because for years, I blamed myself for what happened to my friends. Remember, they were coming to see me play a baseball game, stupid baseball game, and they were killed. Their life was over. They had, the community never was the same. And why did they go to the game? Because I was playing in it. They would have never thought to go to the game if I hadn't said, man, come on guys, come and watch me play this game. It's gonna be fun. I remember Eric's mom even saying, no, we can't do it. We don't have time. And I was like, oh, man, come on. She gave in. They went, killed in a car accident. Never forgave myself for that. That's a burden, man. <laughs> that is a burden. That shit weighed on me for years. But you know what? I've got to forgive myself for it. I've got, I can't go back in time. What happened, happened, right? Let it go. Move on. And we cannot blame ourselves for what happened. God had a plan. Don't know what it was or is, but it's part of his plan. Forgive yourself. Number two, break the negativity that is associated with the situation. In other words, when you dwell on the past, you prevent yourself from being grateful and being in a position to forgive. What happened, happened. But use it as a learning opportunity to help change the future. 
So here's what I'm doing. I've talked about this group, this organization called Hands of Justice. Hands of Justice is a nonprofit organization that is the mission, their mission is to help overcomers from sex trafficking. So I am on the board of directors and the treasurer for Hands of Justice. I help facilitate a support group and I'm trying to make a difference. I'm doing what I can to break the negativity that's associated with this situation that I had when I was 13 and I'm moving on from it and I'm going to make a difference in the world. At least try. At least try. Number three, forgiveness gives you power. It is freeing because you no longer carry that burden with you. Remember I talked about the heavy load that I had with my friends getting killed in a car accident. That is a burden, man. It is a huge, huge burden. And when you forgive, it gives you the ability, the power to let, let that burden off. And it is freeing for sure. How, do I know? Well, not 100%. Not 100%, but I'm getting there. I'm not going to try to do it. I'm going to do it. But it's it's a process. And I don't think I'm going to wake up tomorrow and just say, yep, great forgiver. All is well. It's a process. I know that. I get it. But it gives you power. Number four, couldn't agree with this any more than what Abigail is saying here. And that is, forgiveness helps your health. Wow. No kidding. Negativity hinders your ability to maintain positive energy. Remember, I talk about having that positive energy every single day. Attack the day, right? Attack the day. You know, relentless effort, positive mindset. You cannot be a forgiving person when you're negative. When your heart is grateful, you have, you have that love. You have that positivity. You have that ability for, to forgive. But if you're negative, you can't do it. You can't have relentless effort. You can't be that wholehearted forgiver. It hurts you to be negative. It hurts you mentally. It hurts you physically. Negativity creates anger. Yes, it does for sure. Anxiety. Yes, stress. It causes depression. It creates high blood pressure. It can lead to eating disorders. You can gain a bunch of weight, lose a bunch of weight. You can have sleep problems. None of that stuff is good. None of it is good. So why are we so negative? Because sometimes being positive, getting across that threshold of positivity and letting go and moving on is sometimes, not sometimes, it's hard. But once you get there, it's like, man, we're, we've entered the promised land, right? And there's no turning back. And we can be positive. We can live each day to the fullest that we can. And let all of that other shit go. Because it doesn't mean anything. It will not help you. It will not serve any purpose in your life to keep that baggage with you. I promise you, it does not. Number five, forgiveness allows for peace. Remember what it said in Islam, forgiveness is a prerequisite for genuine peace. You're not going to get to genuine peace unless you forgive. And what Abigail Brenner is saying is that forgiveness allows for peace. Peace and harmony. Those are pretty cool thoughts. 
And remember, you cannot control other people. So don't try. People are going to judge you. People are going to hurt you. People are going to hurt people that you love. You can't control that. But you can control yourself. You can control what you think, how you feel, and how you're going to behave towards that situation. Forgiveness allows for peace. Peace and harmony. So those are the five reasons, according to Abigail Brenner. Forgive yourself, number one. Number two, break the negativity associated with that situation. Number three, forgiveness. It gives you power. Number four, forgiveness helps your health, improves your health. Number five, forgiveness allows for peace. And I'm going to add another one. So number six, this is mine. Forgiveness allows you to be a better version of yourself. When you're a forgiving person, you can be the best person possible of who you are, of who you really are. You can truly live out your life's purpose. You'll be happier. You'll be healthier. You'll be more giving. You'll be more philanthropic. You'll want to help others. You'll want to give more because it's going to be just naturally in your heart. Peace, forgiveness, love, all of those things create harmony. They create a better version of you. And think about it this way. If we were all forgiving in this whole world, we would have more peace, more love, more harmony. Pretty cool thought. Something to work towards. So here's my challenge to you and to me. Be a forgiver. Go all in. Don't try to do it. Do it. Don't hope you can do it. Do it. Forgive. Be a forgiver. Forgive those who feel that you, that you feel have done you wrong. Forgive those who have hurt a family member. I'm going to forgive my neighbor. Now, it took me a while to say that because that is a tall order for me. That was many, many years ago, and I've lived with this for a long time. But I am going to forgive. And I'm going to forgive myself for what happened to my friends. It's not my fault. I had no control over it. Moving on. Moving on. Forgiveness. Hope this was helpful for you today. It's so important to forgive. Be a forgiver. Now, before we wrap up, I'm going to talk about my game changer for the week. You know, we have, we lost a dear friend this past week in, in our area, North Houston area, Dr. Stephen Montgomery. I first met Steve in uh, our local Kiwanis organization. And if you're not familiar with what Kiwanis is all about, it's a nonprofit dedicated to help the children of the community. And Dr. Steve Montgomery was very involved. He was a member of that organization for years. Uh, he was a swim coach. Uh, he was, uh, he's helped start and run uh, executive director of the Texas Swimming and Diving Hall of Fame. 
He did a lot for the youth of our community. He set up many aquatic programs. But for me, he was, because I didn't know him that long, but he was a friend. He was a mentor. He was really somebody who you wanted to be around because you looked up to him. And he was a true gentleman. And one of the things that I'll never forget, and it was it's a good reminder for all of us, when I would walk in to a meeting and he was sitting down, he would stand up to shake my hand. And I'd say, Steve, sit down, sit down. You don't have to get up. And he said, no, a true gentleman stands to shake hands. Now, what he really said was, a true Aggie gentleman stands to shake hands because he was a Texas A&M Aggie. And for me, that was a good reminder that that's, that's the right thing to do. When you're going to shake somebody's hand, you stand up, look them in the eye, and have a firm grip and shake their hand. None of this sitting down and looking up. You give them the respect by standing up. I learned that from Steve. He was a good friend to a lot of people. He's going to be missed. My game changer for the week, Dr. Stephen Montgomery. And before I sign off, I want to thank my sponsor, my awesome sponsors, Outstanding DNA, underwear made up with a mission. So these, these folks dedicate a portion of their revenue to help veterans and first responders suffering from PTSD. So if you go on the outstandingdna.com website and you place an order, put in the code SOLUTIONS, that's S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Good product. I can say I wear it myself. Super comfortable, outstanding DNA. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave it a, leave a review. I'd be grateful. Give me some suggestions on how I can make this podcast better. This is for you. This is this. I do this for all of the listeners, and I want as many listeners as possible. Go to GameChangersWithJeff.com and let me know what you think. Today was a great day. Tomorrow's going to be even better. Peace, everyone.